All right, welcome back to Young Smart Money. Today it is Friday, so in honor of Friday, we are doing a flashback Friday. Basically what that means is we are pulling from the archives some of the best pieces of content, primarily from my YouTube channel, um, and we are repurposing those, taking up clips here and there, turning them into a podcast for y'all, so that if you're not a part of it over on the YouTube channel, you can still get some of our best stuff from over 250 different uploads. We are packaging it up, putting it all together here so that you can get the best pieces of value all in one place that is here on Young Smart Money. So without further ado, let's just get right into the episode. And today I want to share with you guys a mistake or a couple mistakes that I made last semester. Um, I'm, in, I'm in college. So last semester that I made trying to start an Amazon FBA business. Because I know a lot of young people, a lot of college students especially, are looking to find some way to make money online. And Amazon FBA is often one of the first places they come across. That was one of the first places I came across. So I'm going to share with you guys the mistakes that I made and uh, some different things that I would do going forward to avoid uh, that loss of $355. <gasps> Hello, doggo. So let me give you some background about where I was at last semester. So last semester, um, I wasn't I wasn't having a great time at school. Uh, it was my first semester of college, actually. I was a freshman, first year in the fall, and I wasn't doing too great, wasn't doing too hot, wasn't really enjoying my classes, wasn't really meeting people, wasn't having a great time. Uh, I had some roommate situations. I was like switching rooms. I had to switch rooms like three times. It was a bad scenario, so didn't like that. And so I was, I was spending a lot of time online, just like th looking of ways to make money because I was bored. I was like, college is expensive. I would like some money. So looking up ways to make money online because I had a ton of time. So I was like, I got time. I got hustle. Uh, what can I use this? How can I utilize this time and hustle in order to make some money? And I came across Amazon FBA. So I was introduced to that primarily through uh, Tanner J. Fox. He makes YouTube videos. At least he did then. I'm pretty sure he still does now. Uh, just about Amazon FBA. And if you're not familiar with the term, Amazon FBA is essentially um, private label, private labeling products that you then sell on Amazon.com. So private label products are just things that they're like generic things like uh, swimming goggles or headbands or um, I don't know, t-shirts, just really anything. It doesn't have to be apparel related. It could be like a phone case, but just stuff that you source usually from China through a site like Alibaba. So you source this stuff, you get it, you put your branding on it, and then you sell it on Amazon. And this is what most selling on Amazon is. It's mostly, um, I mean, there's some big brands on there, obviously like Swiffer um, and like companies who like sell their own products, like P&G sells a bunch of stuff on Amazon. But um, what, what, what private labeling is, is essentially getting a generic thing, slapping your logo on it, and then selling it on Amazon um, and making a profit essentially. That's, that's the dream at least, that's, what you, that's how it's supposed to go. So I got into this because Tanner J. Fox has a YouTube channel and he was basically just showing all the money he was making, how easy it is, all the step-by-step, -step, everything you gotta do. And um, I mean, at the back end of it, he was just pushing his like $1,000 course, or, like $997 course or whatever. But um, I got interested in this. I'm like, wow, there's money to be made here. This guy's young, he's doing it. Why can't I do it? So I got into it. And I started doing my homework, started doing my research, found some software to download. Um, I was using this web, this uh, app called Unicorn Smasher, because there's this, uh, there's this app that you can get, it's called Jungle Scout, it's expensive, and um, I wasn't trying to pay that much money because I don't have money, I'm a poor college student. So I got this app, and it was showing me how to find products that would do well on Amazon. Products that a lot of people were buying and there wasn't a lot of competition, because the main competition on Amazon is reviews. So when you shop on Amazon, 
um, you're probably very influenced by reviews. At least I know I am. I definitely look at the products that have the most reviews and that have positive reviews, and those are the ones that I'm more likely to buy. But if you're a new product, if you have no reviews, then how are people gonna trust you? How are people gonna buy from you? And you're not going to get ranked on like the first page of Amazon results. That's like the prime place to be because people search for something and they buy like one of the first things that they see, uh, which has good reviews. So the goal of the game is to get yourself on the first page of Amazon and get yourself some good reviews. So that was what I was planning on doing. And the process that goes along with Amazon FBA goes something like this. So the first step that we were just talking about is finding your product. So you use some kind of app, some kind of service to help you find a product usually because there's literally hundreds of thousands of things that you could be selling on Amazon and to figure out which one is good um, it's, it's gonna be really helpful if you have some kind of software that's gonna help you organize things based on how competitive they are how much profit margin there is uh, and stuff like that next step is to contact your suppliers so like I said usually on a site like Alibaba or Aliexpress you would go and you would find people who are making say swim goggles and you would message them and you'd be like hey um, I'm looking to buy however many swim goggles and then you talk to them they talk to you usually you want to at least appear to be somewhat credible um not just say hey i'm an 18 year old college student i've never sold anything on amazon before i mean you want to be honest with these people but you don't want to tell them like how inexperienced you are necessarily because i mean they, they are a business they want to work with people who are actually going to be repeat customers and bring them lots of business so if you tell them that you're a 12 year old living out of your parents basement they're probably not gonna be the most inclined to work with you Next step is you got to get samples. So, I mean, some people skip this step, which I think is kind of dumb, but you got to get samples of your product, make sure it looks good, make sure it works well, um, and just do some testing there. So then you would, you would message them, you would buy a sample product from them, and you'd pay them for it, and they'd ship it to you and whatnot. Next thing you do is you place your order. So then you order a bunch of them. It's if it's something you want, if you find the one that you need. You order a bunch of them and you ship them directly to Amazon's warehouses. That is how FBA works. FBA stands for Fulfilled by Amazon. So you ship all of this stuff to Amazon's warehouse. People buy it off of Amazon. Amazon does all the delivery, all the shipping, all of everything, and you don't have to worry about it. So obviously they take a cut for this, but it's really, really convenient to just order stuff from China, ship it to Amazon, Amazon ships it to customers, and you are never touching the product at all, except for the first sample that you get just to make sure it's legit. So then all you gotta do is create a listing and then you make profit. That's, that's the dream at least. So for me, I didn't really make it past step three of getting the samples. So I, I picked out my product. At first I was started off thinking that I was gonna sell coffee cups, um, disposable coffee cups, probably like compostable coffee cups, obviously. Um, I was gonna get those um, in the big packs, like 100 packs I was gonna be selling. And I was also thinking I could maybe sell these to like local coffee shops or local restaurants. So that was my dream at least, I was gonna like Get some of those show them to these local places see if they'd be interested in purchasing them from me if i could give them a competitive price and just go from there but it didn't really turn out i did some more research i think i must have did my numbers really optimistically the first time because when i went back to do my numbers and when i was looking at getting samples i realized there was actually no money to be made here um so i figured i'd better pick something else the reason I was thinking with coffee cups was because the reviews were like really, really low. Like the, the first page of Amazon, the reviews, there were like 10 to 20 reviews on these coffee cups. So I was like, I could easily get 10 to 20 reviews. So um, we, we skipped that. Then I was gonna do prize wheels. So if you've ever been to like a street carnival, um, there are these like wheels that you spin. You can like write on them with Sharpies, um, what prizes you win and you let the kids spin them and the kid wins like a little trinket or something. So I was gonna sell those, but then I realized the shipping would have been awful because they're heavy and they're weird shapes. Um, so that didn't work. And then, then what I thought of was a um, HDMI adapter, USB-C to HDMI adapter, because at this point, 
Um, I mean, right now even, USB-C is getting more popular, especially now that iPhones um, are using USB-C ports, the new iPhones are and the new uh, Mac computers are. So I was like, hmm, some people in my dorm would like to plug their um, Mac into the TV to put Netflix on the TV, but they're not able to do that because they don't have this adapter. So I was, I was like, hmm, I guess I'll this adapter. And I bet there's definitely a market among college students who have Macs because so many college students have Macs, let's be real. So I like settled on this one. I was like, yes, this is it. This is perfect. I looked and the, the things, they didn't have many reviews, the ones that were already up on Amazon. And I was like, okay, this will be pretty easy to do. So what I end up doing is I go all out. Like I made an LLC and everything. Like I have, I have a brand, uh, it's called Uncommonly Good Goods. So if you want a brand called Uncommonly Good Goods, I'm no longer using it. I don't plan on using it. So um, hit me up. I could give you a brand if you want an LLC. If that's something you want, I don't know. But um, I'm getting off topic. So I did it upright. I got an LLC and everything. I got my logo. I put my logo on these things, and I ordered samples from two different people just to see if they worked, if they had good audio quality, if they were just, if they looked nice. So that's what I did. And both these samples, I mean, samples are expensive because um, it's it's a lot cheaper for them to make a ton of something than to just make one of them. Because I mean, they've got like this whole factory setup and everything, you know. So if they're printing logos, especially, they gotta like program their machine to like print this logo. I don't even know. It's expensive to do just one. So both of these samples together cost me about a little over three hundred and fifty dollars. So that is where my loss came in because I got these samples, I tested them out, and then I was like, wow, this is not something that I actually want to do. So I pivoted from there. And here we are in this YouTube channel. I decided that making a YouTube channel, making YouTube videos about personal finance, because that's what I'm interested in, would be a lot more fun for me, be a lot more fulfilling for me, would bring a lot more value to people than just like arbitraging some USB-C to HDMI adapters from China. Like, where was, the, I, wasn't, I wasn't engaged with that, I wasn't interested in that. It was just something to do. And once I found out that I could just make YouTube videos, I was like, yeah, sign me up for that, because that sounds a lot more fun and a lot better way to fill all this time and hustle that I have than trying to sell things that I don't even care about. Like there, there was no interest in that for me. So for me, the moral of this story is you really gotta be doing something you love because I was doing Amazon FBA just to kill time. There was no enjoyment in it for me. I mean, it was kind of fun learning how to do all this stuff. I like learning new things, so that was fun. But once I had like figured it out sort of and like knew all the steps, I was just kind of like, this doesn't really seem very fun. Like, I'm not gonna get a lot out of this. I'm not gonna provide people with a ton of value. They can find this product elsewhere. So what is what is my purpose here? And my purpose was just like extracting value from other people. I was like, that's not what I'm about. So I pivoted, I was like, I'm done with this. Um, I'm gonna find something I like to do. And that's why I started my YouTube channel. So that's a quick story about how I lost some money, why I started this YouTube channel, and just why you should always make sure that whatever you're doing is something that you enjoy, because if it's not, you're not gonna wanna stick with it, and you might sink some money in, and then realize you hate it, and then that money's gone, and then you're like, just gotta move on. So that's my story. If you guys enjoyed, please do subscribe down below. All right, I hope you guys learned a ton from that episode, got a ton of value from it. Now I wanna ask three things of you, all right? I wanna ask three things. The first one is to head over to my YouTube channel where these clips came from. I've got over 250 pieces of content there and what I want you to do is to subscribe so the first thing I want you to do is to subscribe to the YouTube channel that is just applecriter youtube.com slash applecriter the second thing is to head over to my website applecriter.com and check out what we have going on over there there's a lot of different free resources for you whether those be ebooks or free courses I've got a ton of stuff going on over there 
And then lastly, I want you to leave a review on Young Smart Money on this very podcast. I'm really looking for as much feedback as possible from you guys. I really want to be able to craft this show uh, to be able to serve you guys best. So the previous feedback I had received and incorporated is that you guys wanted more content. So that's why we're doing three episodes a week. But I want to hear more from you and what you're looking for out of this podcast. So definitely let me know in the uh, iTunes primarily um, review section what you guys are looking for and feel free to shoot me a DM at Apple Creator Official if you want to give me some more personalized sort of suggestions, you have guest ideas for the show, really anything you want. I'm super open to all of your feedback, so definitely hit me up with that. Anyways, guys, thank you very much for sticking around. I hope you have a wonderful Friday and a wonderful weekend, and I will see you on Sunday.